Hello, I'm here and I'm going to um, speak a little bit today about student engagement technique number 12, split room debate. This is from the analysis and critical thinking part found on page 202 of student engagement techniques by Elizabeth Barkley. Um, the, the strategy of the split room debate is to really help students critically think and use mature ways of discussing um, different ranges of perceptions on complex topics. So the debate provides the structure for students to express their own opinions while listening to others and see how all opinions can change their understanding um, and deepen their understanding of certain topics. The best practices for this strategy include a few things. Um, number one, we want to be able to provide this space for debate. And this will generally follow a lecture and or chapter learnings. So the educator will select a controversial topic relevant to the learnings and create a statement or two that can be carefully crafted. And then the students can choose whether they're for or against the statement. And that will naturally put students into two groups that will be used for the debate. Students um, will be given a time, will be given some time as a group to sort of develop their argument and brainstorm different ideas and proof that will support their arguments during the debate. Now, depending on the class size, the instructor may want to create smaller groups. Um, and then some ground rules need to be identified, um, such as each presenter can only present one argument at a time um, and then allow time for the opposing group to respond. And setting some time frames around that is really important. Also, the specific roles within the student group should be defined here, such as who is going to be the main speaker, who will be the backup speaker, who will be the timekeeper for the debate. And then once there are, once the debate starts and goes on and sort of is coming to an end and there's no more new arguments, um, the teacher will announce that the debate is finished and allow some reflective time and also some time to summarize the issues that were discussed within the debate. This gives students the time to sort of um, discuss, reflect, understand different views and opinions, and maybe why their opinions have changed, if they have changed. Um, another option here is that if the debate's ongoing and it's really developed and it's heated and it's really great and the, the teacher doesn't really want to stop it, although the class may be sort of running out of time, you can also sort of just close and pause the debate and then open a form online for the debate to continue. This will allow the students um, some time and the ability to strengthen their argument. They can find facts and research to sort of support it and continue that debate on time. Some students love this option um, because they get really, really into the debate and they wanna keep going and sometimes time just doesn't allow. So this is a great option and, and a good best practice if, if the debate's going really, really well. Otherwise you would wrap it up and then have a reflective piece at the end. Um, so we're gonna talk a bit about the role of the educator in this process. Um, so really the role of the educator here, or the lecturer or the role of the teacher is to present a topic that is relatable to the course learnings um, and that it is debatable and create a really controlled safe environment for that debate to take place. As you may imagine, some debates could easily really get out of control. So you are the sort of the moderator, the person who keeps the debate on task. You need to ensure you adhere to the timeframes, um, create those timeframes, adhere to the timeframes, enforce the timeframes, and then really be able to wrap up the debate and 
summarize the, the learnings at the end of the debate. And then the role of the student is to really develop mature ways of thinking um, and, and express their opinions on sort of a controversial topic. This will allow for sort of critical thinking to take place, problem solving to take place, and allow them a space to really articulate their beliefs on this topic. Um, it'll also create an environment that encourages disagreement and argument to occur and this will enhance their learning and, and it could potentially change their opinions. And this will sort of come out once we summarize the discussion at the end of the debate. Some pros and cons of the debate, split room debate. Some of the pros include um, encouraging critical thinking, providing a platform for students to articulate opinions. Um, also providing that platform where students will know they'll be challenged and they'll be encouraged to explore why they're thinking that way. And what is the proof behind it? Um, it'll, um, another pro is that it allows and develops, um, fosters thought and growth and opinions. It will encourage engagement in the classroom and it'll provide autonomy for students to really drive the conversation. And some of the cons may be that it could create tension in the classroom. Um, students may speak in profound or unacceptable ways. And if the group is larger, it will be an easier environment for sort of quiet students to stay quiet and not really get involved. So the teacher will have to really find ways to navigate some of those um, potential cons. And then some of the different ways that you could implement the strategy. Um, one obviously would be to just give the lecture and then have the topic um, after. Both sides will sort of be Oh, sorry. One option could be to give a lecture and reading and then give also the topic of the debate. Pre-select both sides and then ask the students to prepare for the debate for the following week. This would allow them to use technology, props, media to enhance their viewpoint, their opinions and really enhance the debate. That's sort of a unique kind of different way to do the debate, split room debate. Another, another way would be to um, break into smaller groups, same debate topic, but much smaller groups, and then use it more as a reflective piece for learning. So once the smaller groups have debated, bring them back as a larger group and reflect on it and see what the differences were in the groups and what came out of the different debates. You could, you know, easily do like a similarity and differences sort of checklist on a, on a board after. Um, and this may develop the learning farther. It might bring up different ideas that some groups didn't think of and some did think of um, and allow them to further explore their opinions. And then lastly, you could post the topic and ask students to choose um, where they felt they wanted to be, the pro or con against the topic, and then randomly switch the sides. And this would encourage students to, uh, to sort of view and speak from another angle, even if they really didn't strongly believe in it. And that would encourage them to develop their thinking process further and sort of think outside of the box or the realm that they felt comfortable in. So a few different ways you could get creative and really kind of spice up the split room debate. Um, fun and engaging and really getting students involved in the thinking process. I hope you've enjoyed the information on Student engagement technique number 12, split room debates. And I'd be curious to see 
and hear back from anybody who was able to give um, a debate a, a, a try in their classroom and what their feedback might be. Thank you.